My name is Dusty Cole, and welcome to the Business Builders Podcast, where we interview salespeople, entrepreneurs, and business owners and learn how they overcame challenges to build a successful business. So welcome back to the Business Builders Podcast. My name is Dusty Cole, and this is episode five, when I get to welcome my wife, Heather Cole, uh, to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. And this is a special or a little bit different episode um, where Heather is going to kind of dive into some something a little bit personal, um, and then we will we will get into how that kind of morphed into some positive change in our business. Um, so, Heather, you at an early age were diagnosed with rheumatoid juvenile arthritis. Did I say that right? Juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. <laughs> so maybe explain what that is. Yeah. So. When I was two years old, um, I was diagnosed with uh, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, JRA, which is um, an autoimmune disease that affects your joints. And so it can be very painful, which was definitely the case for me. So it it basically um, makes your joints very inflamed and Mm -hmm. it can affect your organs. It it can limit your movement and the things that you're able to do. So that was the case for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It affected the whole right side of my body. So... I had it in my right eye, my jaw, um, my right wrist, my right knee, and my right ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely was very painful, and I was limited in the things that I was able to do physically growing up. So how did you how did it, how did the diagnosis kind of come about? How did that kind of yeah, happen? Good question. If you can remember, it, yeah. you were so young. Well, my mom and dad have told mm-hmm. me stories. So I was two. Um, I would just, I was crying a lot, limping on my right um, ankle, and they didn't know what it was. They, mm-hmm. JRA was not common back then. There was no mm-hmm. medications. There was, it was so rare for a child back mm-hmm. then, my age, to have it. So it was like the last thing that the doctors thought it was. They actually thought I had cancer at first. Um, they did a biopsy and then um, finally discovered that that's what it was. So. I see. So what was the treatment like after that? There was no treatment, really. There was no medication back then. Um, I was on aspirin, um, which created other health problems, stomach ulcers and things like that. Um, You know, in the beginning, physical therapy was not something that the doctor doctor recommended. Mm -hmm. It was basically like like they wanted me in a bubble, like don't do anything, right. don't move it, like just keep it safe, protect it, you know, don't do certain activities. Things so they like kept that. you out of sports, kept you out of PE yes. and things like that. Mm-hmm. And looking back, what do you think about that? Um, you know, gosh, things are different now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different medicines, there are different treatments that they didn't have back then. Um, you know, but they didn't have it back then. So it just right. was what it was. You know, I feel like I did miss out on a lot. Um, yep. you know, I was never on a sports team or, you know, in intermediate school, I was in the library during PE, uh, with a doctor's note, you know, things like that. So, right. Right. So, so as you got a little older, you know, like into your teenage years and things, how did it kind of play into your, to your life then? Yeah. So, um, one thing that I didn't mention is because, I was diagnosed when I was two, my body was developing. So my bones Mm -hmm. were growing. Um, Well, what it did was it came in and it basically stunted my growth. So the right side of my body is smaller than Mm -hmm. my left side. Um, And so that created all kind of, you know, emotional Mm -hmm. issues and um, tons of insecurities. Because there's already so many things kids are going through at that age when you pile something like that on top, right? 
It was very hard, I, I can imagine. Um, so, um, but you're in remission now. Right. So how did that happen? Yeah. So, um, I was 18. I, so from the time I was two until I was 18, I saw my rheumatologist. I saw an eye doctor regularly, uh, regular blood work went in, um, and it went into remission. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but, not, is it not common for that to be the case? I mean, I guess it can happen. Um, it typically will come back though. Um, right. as you get older. Right. Um, but the doctor explained it to us like it's in remission. So it wasn't actively showing up in my blood work, but he said it came through like a forest fire is basically how he explained it. So it came in and did permanent damage to my body. You know, movement I'll never get back. My mm-hmm. my bones are, you know, fused together in my wrist and my ankle. Right. Um, you know, things that I won't ever... Yeah, you can't reverse that. So, um, I mean, anything you want to just like, a lot of, I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, the limitations physically you've had. So you've on, on your right side, limitations in your wrist movement, yep. ankle movement. I can't put my right. A lot of people would probably look at me and be like, there's nothing wrong with her, you know? Right, right. Um, but the people that are closest to me know. Right. Um, but yes, I can't put my right wrist flat on the ground. Mm-hmm. I just can't. My bones are fused together. Um for the longest time, I couldn't put my right foot on the ground. Right. Um, but I guess we'll get into that. And now, <laughs> yeah. So I remember early in our kind of marriage and relationship, even though your um, your arthritis was in remission, you still had some some joint issues. Yes. So even though it was in remission, you had some other health stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Your your knees would swell. Yes. Right? So. It didn't show up in my blood work, but okay. I still, from those, you know, the, the damage that it did, it still affected my body. Right. Um, and so what you're talking about is my knee would yep. get swollen and I would have to get the fluid drained. Right. Um, I mean, that was well through my adult right, years. Yeah. It was in our 20s, I believe. So. And then um, before we started our business, um, my job required me to type a lot on a computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was you know, what, eight years ago, probably. So, I mean, this was well into my adult um, years and it's been in remission since I was 18. Um, But I was in so much pain because of the limited movement that I had. You were thinking you had carpal tunnel or something, trying to figure it out. Oh, it was awful. And so I went back to my rheumatologist after not going for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, there was, you know, medicines that you could get on. The treatment plan was different. You know, people understood and knew what what it was. Right. And so um, I went in. This was before we had our kids. And um, I was like, you know, what what do I do? Like, I'm in excruciating Mm -hmm. pain. She did an MRI. My arthritis was still in remission. Mm -hmm. It was just from the damage that it did to my body. Mm -hmm. So she was like, I can put you on some medicine, but Mm -hmm. the side effects are you may not be able to have kids. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, forget it. Like, I'll just deal with it. Like I have, you know. I don't remember that. Yeah. So the whole point of this podcast is to highlight how we overcome challenges to build a successful business. So, I mean, we're going through this huge challenge that Heather had, and obviously it was, it's much bigger than our business. Um, but you know, we will get into soon how, you know, it really did, uh, help her become a leader for my eyes, a, a better leader and a better business owner coming through and being through what she getting through, what she got through and overcoming those challenges. Um, so anything else about the, the adolescent years that you think maybe 
Maybe there's someone out there with um, JRA that you might want to speak to um, before we kind of move into your into the adult time. No, just um, I think the main issues, you know, were there were a lot of emotional challenges, a lot of physical challenges, um, mm-hmm. you know, that just kind of flowed over into my adult life from that right period. And I know like our son has asthma and eczema and, um, you know, but, but plays sports and tries to push through it. And I know one thing as a parent that you've always done is, is been been like, you know, don't make a big deal about it, right? Yeah. Just help him push through it. Don't make a big deal about it. So I think that's one thing that's helped us with our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was always in a bubble. Right. You know, like protected and and which I think like highlighted the issues. And right, right. So I try not to do that. Try not to kids. do that. Yeah. Try to minimize it a little bit mm-hmm. if you can. Um, so there came a point in your life. Uh, so you never worked out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're never on a sports team. So mm-hmm. you're never exposed. Even people that didn't do a lot of sports were at least exposed a little bit mm-hmm. to some sort of physical activity, some sort of running or lifting. Um, you know, even if they played soccer for two years, mm-hmm. you know, they, they did it. You did nothing. No, I mean, I remember like um, the older I got, my treatment plan included like physical therapy. Okay. And so once I started doing the physical therapy, um, I think I remember like trying to go to the gym just to see what it was like. And Mm -hmm. of course it was not successful. Right. Um, But nothing really more than physical therapy. Right. So you ended up in a gym um, as an adult. What led to that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I just got to the point to where, I don't know, like almost like I wanted to prove to myself, like, can I really not do anything about this? Like I was in constant pain all the time still, even Mm -hmm. though it had been in remission since I was 18. I wasn't on any medication. I didn't want to be on medication. That was just me. I mean, you know, some people need medication, but I was like, you know, I did physical therapy. Like, what if I just tried to get some movement back, you know, cause I was right. so stiff. Like, what if I could do it? Right. But um, I know you hooked up with a personal trainer. So mm-hmm. how did that happen? Like what would. Yeah. So I don't remember the exact thing that happened, but I called a local gym and very, um, <laughs> vaguely, told the owner actually answered the phone and I very vaguely told him like what I was trying to do. And he said, I have the perfect person. Um, so that's a courage, you. right. To, to step out and, and make that phone call. Took a ton of courage. And if I remember in that point in our life, we all kind of go through, at least I speak for myself, you know, like we're, we're super healthy. And then you know, maybe we get too focused on our business or in our kids and we're, and we're not as active or we're not eating as well as we should. And that was a point in my life when I wasn't exercising, I wasn't eating good. It was just all work and all kids. And then you took this leap of faith and found yourself in a gym, mm-hmm. um, which completely changed the trajectory of, of our life as a, as a family, I think. Um, so you met Nathan. Yeah. So that's the whole story in itself, how yeah. all that happened. So um, the owner said that he had the perfect person. So anyway, I scheduled the time to meet and you were going to go with me mm-hmm. like, and you did go with me. Yep. But the day that I was supposed to meet him, I went to lunch with Carlin, who's mm-hmm. my best friend since childhood. 
And she has seen me, my ups, my downs. She's like, she knows everything there is to know about my history with my arthritis. And we got in the car and I just like lost it. Like I just broke down and I was like, I'm not going. Like Mm -hmm. I was scared to death. I'm like, I can't even lift a weight. Like I'm not going. And, you know, she cried with me and then she was like, no, you're going. Like Hmm. you're going. And so anyway, I ended up going, you went with me. Um, could not even lift a five pound weight with my right, right wrist. Um, so that's when it all started. But you, you matched up well with Nathan. You were comfortable with him mm-hmm. and he had um, a skill set of working with people that yes. either had injuries or uh, what do you want to call it? Like um, limitations. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I think that was big for you, right? Yep. Yeah, he was really patient. I didn't feel like I had to go in there and lift crazy weights. Like it was all just really trying to get my mobility back and see if if I could. So it was very important. I hear a lot of times out there people say, well, why do you need a personal trainer? You know, you just go in there and work out. Well, it was more than that to you, right? You needed someone to to show you the proper, some other ways to do these movements where it wouldn't create pain and you could do it safely. Yes, that's a great point. So I think I had this kind of idea in my mind of what working out at the gym looked like. Like I didn't know you could modify push-ups. I just right. thought I'd never be able to do one because I couldn't put my hand flat sure. on the ground. And so, yes, he showed me that I could modify things to mm-hmm. s- and still get the same result. Um, and it was painful. Like it was painful. <laughs> in the spots? In the in spots. The, in your joints, it was painful. Mm-hmm. And then how did you know that was okay to push through that type of pain? He, I, I trusted his experience. Yeah. Um, and then you gained mobility there, right? Absolutely. No pain mm. today. I have no zero pain. pain. So what, how's that? I mean, you know, you, I don't know, like with arthritis, like, um, if you're not moving your mm-hmm. joints, they get stiff, right? Mm-hmm. So that limits your movement even more, creates pain, like, you know, right, right. And so I got in the gym and it took a while. Like mm-hmm. I had to work through the pain. I didn't move my wrist. I mean, you know, I couldn't even lift a five pound weight. So right, my right. body was not used to doing that. Um, I could not like do a squat and my, my foot was not flat on the ground. I that right. my, my mobility was limited. So you started with like a wedge or something. Yes. Yep. And then, um, just push through, push through and, um, you know, so you started to make gains, you started to gain yeah. momentum, you started to learn. I mean, I'm, cause obviously I, I'm right there with, I saw the whole thing. So I don't want to tell your story for you, but you know, you you changed the way you started eating. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it changed really who you were, right? How so? Um, obviously my confidence level. Mm -hmm. I think, I think the main thing is like when you don't think something's possible and then, you know, you, you achieve it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that's life changing. And that's something that you didn't get in sports because that's something kids get when they play sports, right? They think that something's really, really hard Mm -hmm. and they're able to push through and they're able to do it and experience that. Well, you you know, you were, that was taken away from you. Mm -hmm. Um, So whenever you started, you really made these massive breakthroughs in health, right? You did what you can do like 40 push-ups. Uh, you're doing unassisted pull-ups. How did your your gains or your breakthroughs with your health translate into our business? Yeah. So the first thing that comes to my mind is before I was able to have success with my health journey, 
Um, I was always scared to step out, you know, like I was very insecure. I was not confident. I didn't like to be challenged. I basically back to that kind of in my bubble, like Mm -hmm. wanted to protect. I didn't want to be vulnerable. You know, I was just was scared to step out. Mm -hmm. So I think after I kind of um, had some success with my health, I was like, you know, man, like Mm -hmm. what else is possible? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so that was the time that we kind of started our business. So it changed my whole mindset. Like instead of looking at it, like, Oh, this is hard. This is a challenge. I'm like, look at it. Like, man, maybe we, we are going to be able to accomplish something awesome, you know? So you embrace the challenges more so. Yeah. What about your, like, I mean, I've seen that maybe not a, I, I've, you're very good at the way you communicate with our people and they follow you and they um, know that you care about them. Do you think your ability to do that improved? I think so. Yeah. I think, um, I think I am extremely empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about how that ties to business, um, you know, for a long time, I allowed my circumstances growing up, my emotional kind of insecurities and, mm-hmm. and things that I was dealing with kind of, um, that's, I would allow that to dictate how I reacted to certain situations, mm-hmm. you know? And so I feel like, um, in business, like things like that happen, you know, we don't so, always agree. So it's like the victim, like you, like you, like the victim mentality, or was it more of just, I can't change my circumstances Um, or neither? <laughs> I think both. Okay. Both. You know, I think both. Um, but I think the way that that kind of relates to business is, you know, things happen in business every day. We disagree. You know, people may talk mm-hmm. bad about you and your business mm-hmm. or things maybe aren't handled the way that you think they should be handled. And I think now that I've kind of gone through that, mm-hmm. I'm, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Like you never know mm-hmm. what people are going through. Mm-hmm. Um, you also started to step out on in, in your video marketing uh, with confidence and, and know that you had a message to share and then you had value to share. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that comes with just experience in the business too. I think so. But I think it also, think- to me, I mean, from the outside looking in, seemed like it came from your health journey also. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think another way that it helps me in our business is, um, you know, now I, I want to be vulnerable, whereas before I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, so being vulnerable allows you connect, to connect with people in a different way. Absolutely. Um, you can almost connect more through your faults than you do right. your successes. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So what about, you know, your um you know, your parent, you know, so mm-hmm. you know, coming as far as you have with your health journey, how has it changed the way you parent? Oh gosh. Hmm. It's I um never want my kids to I can't I don't want to talk about okay. my kids. <laughs> I don't want to talk about okay. that. Okay. We won't talk about that one. Um, so maybe share a little bit how, you know, your, your health journey and how you overcome um, has, has allowed you to be more empathetic towards our team members and connect with them at a higher level. Yeah, I think it goes back to um, being vulnerable too, mm-hmm. you know, like um, connecting not just with our team, but just with, with our clients, you know, sitting in somebody's living room and just connecting with them on a personal level, being vulnerable. Like you just don't, ever, you don't know what people are going through, you know, right. Sometimes people may react a certain way because of something they're going through, mm-hmm. or maybe they, you know, what I think is interesting is, is, um, 
like you don't know how many other people are, are dealing with something similar than what you, exactly. you are either exactly what, what, you know, your health issue is or something very, very similar. Mm-hmm. You started to become very, um, genuine and open on social media about it yeah. and started to get some people reaching out to you. So you made a difference, I think, you know, um, so I think that's a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, like, um, a lot of times I think just like in a, in a business setting, most people are not vulnerable like that, right? you know? So I think, um, having that creates more of like a, like a family, like we care about each other. Like I'm going to share my, you mm-hmm. know, most vulnerable things with you about my health in hopes that maybe it'll. Right. You know, going through that major challenge in your life, you know, made it easier, you know, at work, you know, or what, you know, has it helped you overcome challenges in the workplace? I think so. I think, um, you know, one thing that it has allowed me to do is, um, you know, when I commit to something, Mm -hmm. I fully commit. Like if I say that I'm going to do something, I do it. And I think with business, like when you start a business, like Mm -hmm. you have to be fully committed. You have to be completely vested. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, and so I think going through that with my health, you know, my, my exercise and all of that, um, I just have a different mindset around what commitment, like I'm not going to give up. Right. So like in our business today, like I'm going to do whatever I have to do to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish. Um, and I feel like going through that with my health has, has helped me kind of get to that place. And I've seen you lead in that way. Like when we do our, our like competitions or we make commitments in a group setting, you know, you always do your commitments from a leadership, you know, standpoint. And, And really people have no idea all the things you do behind the scenes to keep our business uh, running and successful. So yeah, if there's someone out there that that's has some sort of struggle, it could be personal or in business, some sort of adversity to overcome, you know, do you have any, you know, words of wisdom for them? Yeah. So I think the thing that really helped, um, move me forward was finding a personal trainer, like finding mm-hmm. somebody who wasn't just going to tell me what I wanted to hear. Um, somebody who was going to push me, challenge me, hold me accountable, like all those things. And you need that in business too. And so, so it could be a, it could be a business coach, mm-hmm. you know, it could be, if you're, you know, maybe you're struggling with addiction. It could be mm-hmm. someone to help you with that. It could, you know, it, maybe it's some other health, maybe you need to go to a certain doctor, mm-hmm. just spitballing here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in our business today, um, you know, we've, we've done that. Like we surround ourselves with people. We have a real estate coach who, um, holds us accountable. You know, I don't want somebody just to tell me what I want to hear anymore before I did. Right. (laughs) I was, you know, it intimidated me and scared me. And now my perspective on that is Mm -hmm. completely different. Well, I'll just say that, you know, what you've done and overcame has truly inspired me to be a a better husband, father, um, entrepreneur person. Um, definitely, um, you are an inspiration to me and I'm so grateful to have you as a wife and a business partner. So that's, that's the truth right there. So, (laughs) so thank you, Heather, for, um, coming on our podcast, uh, and sharing some very personal things that I know, um, for quite some time you probably wouldn't talk about. And now you're willing to talk about, um, because you've overcame and you know that it can help others. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us.
So thank you for tuning in to the Business Builders Podcast. We plan on releasing two new podcasts every month featuring local entrepreneurs, salespeople, and business owners. Uh, If you find our content valuable, please like, share, comment, tell us what you think, share your stories, and also subscribe.